Welcome back to Ice Bat Sports. I'm Griff. I'm Matt. And uh, yeah, we're going into week 17 now. I can't believe it. Yeah, this is episode 18 of the podcast. We're two away from 20 episodes. Yeah, I know. So. It's crazy. It just blows my mind. Um, quick shout out before we even start to one of my favorite players growing up, J.J. Watt, who's one calling it my quits. My favorite players as well. Um, it, it was so hard to not love J.J. Watt. I mean, it's 2014 season, finished second in the MVP voting. Should have been MVP 20 and a half sacks. Yeah, he should have. Aaron Rodgers got it that year, but whatever. Um, shout out to J.J. Watt, one of the best defensive players of all time. Today, he did announce on Twitter that he's calling it quits. Um, in his 12-year career, he won three defensive player of the years, a, Wal- a Walter Payton Man of the Year award. He's a seven-time All-Pro, two-time sack leader, a member of the 2010s All-Decade team, and he is a future first ballot Hall of Famer, for 100%, 100%. sure. 100%. Um, this season, he has nine and a half sacks. He's approaching double, di- double digits somehow after having to have his heart shocked back into rhythm in October when he went into AFib. Um, just what an amazing career for what a, a class act guy. Yeah, I mean, and I, I don't know how he's not comeback player of the year type uh, worthy after having the, the AFib and then coming back and putting almost you know double digit sacks. Yeah, he, he leads the team in sacks. He does. Um, <laughs> and which he's, is, he's been playing more inside this year too. Yeah, which I, is difficult to do both inside and on um, the Cardinals. Um, but man, uh, this is a guy that I've I've always liked growing up. Um, and uh, he was one of the main reasons I wanted to play football, yeah, watching J.J. Watt play. J.J. Watt was one of those guys, he, he really changed the game for the typical edge rusher, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at these guys coming in now, and they're they're all trying to put up J.J. Watt numbers. Right. J.J. Um, Watt was one of those difference makers where if he was on the field, you're scared to run his way. Um, you're, you have to double him in the pass rush. He was just one of those guys. And he was a game changer. I, I really wish he would stick it out for one more season and go play alongside his brother in uh, yeah. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that would be so fun to watch, especially this year with uh, J.J. playing more inside. Kick him inside, play right next to T.J. Imagine that O-line. J.J. is still a great a great pass rusher. He is. Imagine having to stop both of them on the same side. That would have been unreal to watch. Yeah. But There were two teams I always wanted to see J.J. Watt play for. Any team that his brother was on. Or the Packers, because he's a Wisconsin guy. Yeah, um, that is true. You know, it would have been cool to see him play for his you know, hometown team or whatever. Uh, but nevertheless, anyway, uh, what a great yeah, career! Phenomenal career, but it makes sense. He just had a kid. Yeah. Um, he had the whole heart uh, issues that were going on. Um, and he's makes sense. Up there in age. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, is he? He's what 34, 35? Yeah. No, he's what 33, 34. Oh yeah, he's thirty three. He'll be thirty four in March. Yeah. So. But I mean, he, he had a great 12-year career. Yeah, um, phenomenal. Uh, and uh, this is a guy that kind of, what, what did he go, 12th in the draft or something like that? Uh, what did he get? Was it? He got drafted. He was first round, but. First round number 11. 11. Yeah. I, so. I hope he signs up one-day contract and retires a Texan, though. As he should. He really should. He's a Texas legend. Texans legend. Yeah. He, he, I mean, him and Andre Johnson are, are the faces of Houston. They really are. I mean, you can you name any other? Well, the yeah. franchise hasn't been in existence for that long, so it's right. like, yeah, you and got to have have a player like JJ Watt. You I got JJ Watt, I guess D Hop when he was there. Um, yeah, but D Hop's made a name for himself on the Cardinals yeah. too. 
Um, Andre and, Johnson, Arian Foster for a couple of years. Yeah, but I think I think Andre Johnson and JJ Watt. Those oh are no, one hundred percent. I completely yeah, agree. Those are your two faces, yeah. right there of the Texans. But shout out JJ. Yeah, I think Texans should retire ninety nine. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, and that was the other thing was he made wearing ninety nine cool. He did. Like <laughs> like nobody ever wanted the high numbers. Yeah. And uh, he he made ninety nine a cool number. Some, some of the videos, it's it's insane. I, the uh, he was just such a great trash trash talker too. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a uh, a coin flip, and I, I don't know if it was overtime or if it was just at the beginning of the game. But there was a coin flip, and the team said we want to receive. He was goes bad decision. <laughs> uh, but he was just he, he was just a difference maker out there, and he made he made that defense so scary. He did. Um, so shout out JJ Watt. Yeah. Another shout out to a guy that had just had a huge week. Yeah. Um, Some would say uh, breakout game. Um, pretty pretty late in the pretty late in the year, season. Yeah, and, but, but Cam Akers. Cam Akers. And I I, I want to mention I did think Akers was going to have a huge game this week. I said the last week on the podcast. Yeah. I said I think that the Rams are going to win, not by as much as they did, but. Um, yeah, Akers had 23 carries, 118 yards, and three touchdowns while adding two catches for 29 yards. So he had a monster game. He had over, like, 30 fantasy points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you start him this week, if you had the, the gall to start him, man, congratulations. You're probably in the championship right now. I'm in my consolation bracket championship because of him. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I had him. moral victories. I had him in a couple weeks. I, I am in four championships this week, but, um, I did not start him last week, but I will change my mind going this forward this week because uh, I think he is that offense. Fortunately, he is a guy that I did buy low on in Dynasty this year, and I'm very happy about that. Nice. 23-year-old um, back who's he's shown a lot of promise. Um, wasn't very explosive after coming off an Achilles tear. Uh, had had those issues this year where he was just sitting behind Daryl Henderson, and now he's he's been their featured back, and he's looked a lot better the last two weeks averaging over five a carry um he's looking a, a way more explosive than he did before he's making that offensive line look better both him and baker mayfield that <laughs> offensive line was, was really bad early on in the season but you have something that's more mobile uh, in the pocket like baker mayfield and you have you know cam Akers who they're, they're finally given carries and given a chance and the offense actually doesn't look half bad they put up 51 points against the broncos who have a pretty solid defense I mean, going into the going into this week, I think they're the number two defense all around. Were they? Yeah, I, have a, I definitely top five. I don't know if it was number two. Maybe it was their pass defense. I don't know. But Baker Mayfield also looked very, very effective against them. Twenty four of twenty eight, two thirty, and two touchdowns. Right. Um, and you know, yeah, last week against Green Bay, it was kind of rough. But he looked good against Vegas. Brought them back. Had that big comeback game. Um, so far, he's looked pretty good. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> 28 attempts and four incompletions that's that's really that's that's you can't ask for any any better honestly um i think that they have a real uh problem the the rams do you bring back baker mayfield next year well you kind of have to oh every time you open espn yeah i know come on espn uh gronk (laughs) gronk's ruined the podcast (laughs) right now um, sellout commercials. I, I, I think you have to bring in Baker. You're, like you have to bring him back because you don't know if Stafford's going to stay healthy. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing. Is Stafford going to stay healthy? But I'm saying, I honestly, I think Baker Mayfield could be better in that offense than Stafford. I know you gave up all those picks for Stafford, 
I know Stafford's your guy. You won Super Bowl with him. But even in his Super Bowl season, look at all the turnovers he had. He did throw 17 picks last season. Um, I think Baker Mayfield under Sean McVay could be a lot more clean of a passer. And I think could have a really, really good career with the Rams. And, and L.A., what a better situation for him than the, the big stage of Los Angeles for Baker Mayfield, who has a big personality. I agree, but, you know... Like, if I'm the Rams, I'm seriously considering bringing back Baker Mayfield and trying to get out of that Stafford contract. Nobody's going to take on the contract, though. Yeah, but does he maybe take the cap hit? I think they're they're in a position where... Or maybe you try to get him to retire, convince him. <laughs> I mean, he already said he's coming back, but I, I, I was just going to say, I think you, they were in a position where you're kind of praying for him to retire. You're right. Because um, he did not look great this year, even great, with Cooper he didn't Cup. Look good. Yeah, I he didn't look good at all. No, um, I was trying. I was trying to sugarcoat it a little bit, but no, there's no sugarcoating. Sh- sugarcoating that he's he looked bad this year. But you give you bring Baker Mayfield in. You got Cooper Cup. You have Cam Akers. You have some solid offensive weapons to build around. Can't uh, you still have Allen Robinson? Two years left on his deal. Uh, Tyler Higby who had nine catches, 94 yards, and two touchdowns this week. Clearly yeah. a key target for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, you you, you improve that offensive line just a little bit, get him a nice left tackle. And well, that was the, the thing. I don't I don't think uh, people paid enough attention to the retirement of Andrew Whitworth. No. I think that made more of an impact than anyone really thought. Which, you know, you wouldn't think so because he was 40 years old last But season. he was still playing at elite level. an elite yeah. tackle. And that's what they're missing on that team. So I do completely agree. The problem is they don't have the draft capital. No, no, they don't. But you can probably go out in a free agency and get get somebody, right? See, I don't, I don't even know. Like the big name tar- tackles, though, they don't hit the market. Those teams lock them up. If you have a franchise tackle, you're going to lock him up, and he's going to be with yeah. the team till he retires for the most no, part. You're, you're, I mean, hundred percent with that. But. I mean, who, who are the expected free agent tackles? Orlando Brown. For the, the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs, they're going to have the money that he's going to want. That's true. A 26-year-old tackle. Yeah. Come on, you could bring him in. You'd probably get a cheap cheaper deal for Bayfield. You cut ties with Stafford. That's true. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, man. Um, Other than that. Hedge fan's a really good tackle, but he's more suited for a left tackle position. Um, I mean, like Isaiah Wynn in New England, they might cut ties with him. He might leave in free agency. Isaiah Wynn's been bad, though. That's true. Yeah, he's probably better off as a guard anyways. But yeah. and- Andre Dillard in Philly, I mean, when he's come in and started for, for Philly, he's looked really good. Yeah, the problem, like, Philly was in a great position to trade him because, I mean, you have Jordan Mailata now, who's right. your franchise left tackle, and then Dillard ended up getting hurt, so you kind of couldn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I I still like Dillard a lot. He was a he was a BC guy, right? Dillard? Yeah. No, Dillard was not BC. Um, where where was he? Was he was like uh, Washington, right? Washington, oh, Washington State. State. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him coming out into the draft too. I was really surprised. I wasn't well, surprised. Was pick. Pick, I, right? I love that pick. Yeah, yeah. he's like tw- we traded up to like twenty three yeah, overall 22 or something. Twenty two. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, that, that's I, like a guy I could see him going after. That's that's the only problem is like offensive line in free agency, especially at the tackle position, is usually very thin. I mean, yeah. I mean, unless re, re, you're in unless you're years. in 
unless you're in a position where you just can't afford a guy, right? I, then they hit the market. But, but I, which I think is going to be the, the case with Orlando Brown and the Chiefs. I can see that. I mean, the Chiefs have proven they're really, really good at uh, identifying offensive line talent in the draft. Yeah. I mean, look at the past couple of years, um, like Creed Humphrey. Creed. Ooh. I loved Creed Humphrey coming in the draft, yeah, though, all, man. Yeah, he's, all pro he's a dog. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really interesting to see what the Rams do this offseason, but I'm, I'm team Baker Mayfield in L.A. I, I could get behind it. I just I don't think it makes sense for them to – with the contract of Matt Stafford, I mean, uh, do you take the dead money and just cut him? Like, yeah. there's no way he's gonna he'll stay with the team if he's a bad. But he, he didn't look good this year. No, he he didn't at all. You can opt out of the contract now. I mean, he's up there in age, which he's like 36 or something. He's 34. He's only 34. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, he's 34. He's not getting any better. Baker Mayfield's, you know, 27. On the, yeah, late side of 20. He still probably got you know five more years out of Baker Mayfield at least. At least, no, I agree. I mean, I'm Team Baker all the way. I I love Baker Mayfield and I want him to succeed somewhere. I just don't know if it'll end up being in LA, and that's the thing. Like it, you, if you're a young quarterback, I, I'd still call him a young quarterback. Yeah. Um, if you're a quarterback that's trying to rediscover yourself, like Baker is, there's mm-hmm. a couple of head coaches that you want to play for, and Sean McVay is one of them. Right, and well, and that's the biggest point there is I think Baker Mayfield, Sean McVay is a match made in heaven. I think bringing in Baker Mayfield could convince someone like Sean McVay to continue to coach and not head to the booth like there's been rumors of all season. So, um, speaking of uh, speaking of the Rams and um, you you mentioned that Higby had a huge game, but how about tight ends all around? Yeah, well, I mean you got Zilstra, Shane Zilstra from the uh, Detroit. Yeah, five catches, twenty six yards, and three toddies. That's hat a hat trick. Hat trick alert. Um, but then, I mean, we talk about it week in, week out. Tight end's been very, very thin this year. It has been. Um, we touched on it last and, week. Yeah. And this week, it was their time to shine. You had Hawkinson, who had 13 catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns. You mentioned Higby, 9 for 94 and two touchdowns. Kittle had 6 for 120 and two touchdowns. Ingram had uh, 7 for 113. And Kelsey had 6 for 113. Where was this production all season? Man, I don't know. It's it's almost like you've had guys pop off once in a while here and there, but you haven't really had as big of games as, as this week. Actually, like, you know Hawkinson, 13 catches. You know Hawkinson is the yards. only tight end this year that has had multiple games with over 100 yards and two scores. Really? Not Kelsey? Nope. That's surprising. You think back, Kelsey had that one game where he had, he had four, right? And mm-hmm. he only had like 40 yards. Well, what surprised me about Hawkinson was how unproductive he was in Detroit. And then he comes into Minnesota, and they've been using the heck out of him. The problem in Detroit was, like, you had I, – I think they had too many guys to get the ball to. That's that's true. In, which includes, like, the running backs. I but, mean, But you could say the same for Minnesota. Yes. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Uh, Thielen just – Thielen, Thielen and Osborne, though, are just kind of guys. Yeah, they're role know. players, uh, um, especially at this point in Thielen's career. Right, 100%. Thielen's a red zone guy. Yeah. He opens up uh, guys in the red zone, too, like right. Hawkinson. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Hawkinson to the Minnesota was just a perfect trade for that team where they, they've been lacking tight end play for a while now. Right. They, they, I mean, they have. They tried with Irv Smith. They I mean, had, Conklin uh, wasn't bad. 
Tyler, yeah, but then he left to you guys in yep. free agency. Yeah. I, I was a big Conklin fan. I still am. I liked him coming out of college because um, I, I only knew of him because he was brothers with Jack Conklin, the offensive tackle for, at the time, oh, yeah. the Titans. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, if his brother is this good, <laughs> must run in the family, right? You know, I'm just now realizing, I might be a casual for saying this, I'm just now realizing they're brothers. Really? I had no idea. You didn't know that? I had zero clue. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that was like, that's, I remember um, I was doing scouting back when, I, when was he, was it 18 Conklin was drafted? Um, and, uh, I yeah, was, that makes sense because, yeah, 2018. Yeah, and I, I just, I remember seeing the name Conklin, I put two and two together. They're not brothers? No. I could have swore they were. No. I swear they are. No. It doesn't say it anywhere online? No, it says siblings Trevor Conklin. Really? I thought they were brothers. Nope. I could have swore I saw something in the draft process. They're not related. Really? Yep. Okay. I look like an idiot. I'm the Maybe casual. you're the casual. I'm the casual. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, let's get into our week 17 picks. Let's, uh, you know. Yeah. Forget about that whole conversation. We both had positive weeks. You went, uh, what, 11 and 5? I went 9 and 7. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll tally it up after next week when... Yeah, well, we're a couple weeks behind in the yeah. total standings, but... Thursday night, Dallas at Tennessee. Um, Tennessee probably going to rest their starters. I still can't believe that. I, I can't believe I was wrong with that. I could have swore they were brothers. No. No, <laughs> Twitter's going to flag me for spreading false information. <laughs> um... Tennessee probably going to rest their starters, and it's because this game means absolutely nothing. The winner of them in the Jags game, Week 18, wins that division anyways. So uh, Tennessee has no reason to play anybody. Um, Derrick Henry's banged up, and it just wouldn't make sense for him to even play in this game. Um, I'm going to have to go with Dallas for that reason. I don't know if Tennessee's going to necessarily rest their starters. Um, I mean, everyone counts after all. It does, but at the same time, when when regardless if you win or lose, you're still playing for the division next week, you'd rather your guys rested for the, the game to get you into the playoffs. Do you want to rest them, or do you want to keep them sharp and, and you know, get them some rest? I don't want to risk any more injuries, especially with Henry banged up. That's true. He's he's the AFC South merchant. Yeah. He just um, runs all over the division. I mean, I, I just got to go with Dallas. I think they're the better team here. Um, I mean, it's going to be interesting. Their defense has a lot to prove this game after what they they just allowed, what, over 30 points to Philly. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. So. Yeah, um, and speaking of that, I think I think that game against Philly proved one thing, and I was t- saying this before. Um, the NFC is a two-man race. Mm-hmm. It's between, it's between Philly and it's between San Fran, and I don't think it's really close. I, I agree. Uh, just I think because, Dallas is a good team. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're that next level team. Well, Dallas is notorious for not being able to, you know, get make it, it through the playoffs. Yeah. yeah, and you know who else has that that rep? Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy is the most overrated head coach in the league. So you put those two together. I don't think they'll make it that far in the playoffs, uh, Dallas, and their defense just doesn't look that great. Or it, it, I mean, it didn't against Philly. No, you I'm have 34, 34 points to a backup quarterback, given it's Gardner Minshew. But and both the picks were really 
both the picks they had off Minshew were really on the receivers for not really making a play on the ball. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I, I completely agree. I do think Dallas is a good team. I don't think they're a great team, and I think their coaching sucks. <laughs> Anyways. I'm with you. All right, next game is Arizona. Arizona, Atlanta. Yeah, Saturday again. Wait. No, this is Sunday. That, that thing's just messed up. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Because so, Sunday's the first. Okay. Yeah. It's Sunday games. There are no Saturday because Saturday is the uh, college football playoff. Okay. Um, we got Arizona at Atlanta to kick us off. Um, Wait, are there a couple Saturday games? No, it, it's all Sunday. I, I okay. just checked. Okay. Because this thing's like all like the times are out of order and it's throwing me off right now. Yeah. Maybe there were supposed to be Saturday. They thought, I don't know. Maybe they used the template from last week. Who knows? Arizona at Atlanta. I'm going to go with Arizona. Um, you are taking Atlanta, I believe, I'm correct? taking Atlanta. Um, Desmond Ritter is only going to get better, in my opinion. Uh, if you're has, Atlanta, you have to hope he does. And he hasn't looked bad. Why? He, he invests a late-round pick on him. Yeah. But they're they're not just a quarterback away, though. Like, they're, they're just not a good team all around. Yeah. They, they need some help elsewhere, too. I think Arthur Smith is a good coach, though. I think you got to keep him. I don't know. I I, I mean, they're five and the, the fact that they're five and ten, and they're they've been staying in some of their games this year. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, I, I I I'm on the fence about Arthur Smith. I'm I'm not sure yet. I I've I was low on him going into the year, but this year, despite the record. Especially like how close they kept the games the first half of the season. Yeah, I just I was kind of impressed with them and and just how how disciplined they are as a team. Like this is a team that you know right now they have no Kyle Pitts. Who do they have on on offense for a weapon? Tyler Algier, Desmond Ritter, who Drake London, Zacchaeus. Oh, I mean Zacchaeus. Yeah, like <laughs> he's their number one receiver, right? Yeah, they have, they have like nobody else. Drake London, but. Oh, yeah, I've Drake run Jake Drake London, but he hasn't looked that great. No, but he I makes mean, he catches hasn't when he, cons- has to. he hasn't had consistent quarterback play all season. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I think I think going into next year, you you have a healthy Drake, uh, healthy Kyle Pitts. You have Drake London going in his second year. If you can, if Desmond Ritter can take that step up, I mean, the offensive line play has been solid. If Chris Lindstrom is getting a Pro Bowl nod, right? Yeah, no, Lindstrom. I, I I think Lindstrom's a great guard. Yeah. Um, I'm. I think they're a little thin at tackle as well, though. But they are. But yeah, I. I don't know. I I still like Arizona in this game. They 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 hung in there against uh, Tampa Bay. Granted, Tampa Bay not the greatest team this year, but no, it's still a div- tough divisional game that you stayed in. Um, I don't know. I got Arizona here. Uh, I mean, I'll... if Colt McCoy plays. Yeah, is Trace McSorley starting? If he is, give me Atlanta all day. I'm taking Atlanta regardless, actually. Give me Atlanta. All right, we got Chicago at Detroit. Um, I'm going to... Ah. I'm going to Detroit. Yeah, me too. Detroit's coming off a big loss. They need to bounce back. Um, this another team that's really well coached. Yeah, and uh, Justin Fields seems banged up still. I think he re-injured his, shoulder, uh, his non-throwing shoulder. And going into his uh, press conference, his, there was something wrong with his foot, too. Really? Um, yeah, he was he was limping around. So he's a little banged up. Um, I like Detroit here. I think the offense is just better. All right, we got 
Denver at Kansas City. Yeah, I'm going Casey all day. Russell Wilson's bad. Bad. Like, atrocious. When Patrick Starr is making fun of you on the broadcast, you're at an all-time low. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I, you're right. I mean, I've, I'm so mad at Nickelodeon, though, for not including him on the uh, MVP ballot because he would have won it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Casey. I mean, Casey. How can you not take Casey? Casey is still fighting for that one seed. If they if they win and uh, we'll get to the game later on, but if Buffalo loses, they're in the driver's seat for the one seed. Um, Pat Mahomes, just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Casey's just, I think, a tier above everyone else in the AFC at the moment. Um yeah, I think they're the best team in football. Now we got Miami in New England. Ooh, man. Uh, Tua probably not playing. Back in concussion protocol once again um, for a hit that happened in the first half. So you're going to have some investigations again in Miami. Yep. Uh, I love Mike McDaniels, but, man, he cannot avoid this controversy, huh? Oh, my God, it's bad. Um, at the same time, I got to have faith in Teddy B just for the sake of the Jets. Uh, I'm going with Miami. I'm I'm going with Miami too. I just I don't think the Patriots are a playoff team. No, and I I also think even without Tua, Miami's just a better team. Mm-hmm. All right, we got Colts in New York. Giants playing for I a playoff. I did see spot. somebody called Tua the Hawaiian Tim Tebow, and I can't unsee it now though. Totally different player. Tua does not rely on his athleticism like Tebow no, did. No, I know it, it was just a joke that Tua can't throw the ball though. Remember, like, halfway through the season, people were like, oh, is he an MVP candidate? Yeah, he's... No. <laughs> the last couple of weeks, he's... Yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been rough. Yeah. But we got the uh, the Colts at the Giants, and the Colts, I mean, Nick Foles, if he's starting again, yikes. Um, give me the Giants all day here. Giants are 8-6-1. and one. If they win this game, I believe they're in the playoffs. Yep, if they win, they're in. Winning, you're in, um, and the Giants are just a much better team. Let me tell you, that Giants offense is a lot better than people even give them credit for. Daniel Jones, I, you've you've been a big Daniel Jones truther this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones is kind of that guy right now who's just that mid-tier quarterback. He is the new Kirk Cousins. His ceiling is Ryan Tannehill. I think his ceiling is Kirk Cousins. I think his ceiling is Ryan Tannehill because I think Ryan Tannehill is a more similar play style to Daniel Jones than... Daniel Jones to Kirk Cousins. Fair enough. I, I just and I, I think Daniel Jones is is the type of guy that you know is, is going to be consistently just average. I think he's. I don't top. think he's going to have the big games like Kirk Cousins has. I don't think he's going to be like a choke artist like Kirk Cousins. I just think what you see is what you. I, I get. think I think Daniel Jones is a top fifteen quarterback in the league. I I will give you that all day. Um, and I look what he's doing it with. He's got Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins. Well, Isaiah Hodgins is emerging as quite, is. quite a star. It's, Richie James has been putting up some big games as well. Had a couple bad but, drops last week, but. but he has these no name. No offense to any of these guys, they're just these no name yeah. receivers coming in and getting starting roles his, because of injuries. And his number one receiver is refusing to play. And yeah. you, I mean, you have all that stuff going on behind the scenes with Kenny Galladay. Yeah. And kudos to Brian Dable for, you know, keeping this locker room together. Um, Brian I mean, Dable won't win it, but Brian Dable should be in consideration for Coach of the Year. Hundred percent. I think it's Sirianni's to lose now. Actually, I think Sirianni has it locked up. But Brian Dable deserves so much credit for what he's done with this team. Yeah. Um, 
that being said, I'm rocking with the Giants. Yeah, I yeah, Giants easily. Um Saints at Philly. Saints are six and nine. A win for Philly nice. does a lot though. It, it does. It not only locks up the division, mm-hmm. but it could potentially give you a better pick in the draft. Right. Because Philly owns the Saints pick. Yep. If you win, you keep Saints out of the playoffs. And then you get a top 10 pick. Yep. So this is a big game. Jalen Hurts is pushing to play. He's pushing to come back, um, which I would love. I have him in one of my fantasy teams. Um, I mean, no offense, Gardner Minshew is more than serviceable. Definitely deserves a starting job next year, in my personal opinion. But um, I I think Jalen Hurts, by far, is a better quarterback. He he, got to let him play, no? Yeah, I, I agree. And even, no matter who plays quarterback anyway, our defense is just that good. I think we're able to hold the Saints up. Although we did lose um, Avante Maddox, slot mm-hmm. corner. That'll be a big loss. But hopefully we should get uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson back soon. C.J. G.J. Uh, we got Carolina at Tampa for the next game. Um, Carolina looked really good against Detroit. The run game was just unreal. Right. I think Tampa Bay's run defense is a lot better, though. And uh, I like Tampa here. Panthers looked really good last week against Detroit, um, given it was Detroit. Right? Well, the thing is, Detroit in the last month had, I believe, a top five run defense. So, mm-hmm. And the fact that they go out and run all over them. Uh, I mean, Hubbard and Foreman both had over 100 yards at halftime. The thing is, if the Panthers win, they have a serious shot at going to the playoffs. And all of a sudden, Carolina like just looks solid. They like, do. They're play- and I mean they have pieces on defense, especially. I mean you have pieces in the secondary and the pass rush uh, on offense. Uh, I mean Sam Darnold's just he's doing the job. He's getting it done. Yeah. Um, the run game. I mean you got a two-headed monster back there with Foreman and Hubbard who have stepped up past couple weeks, especially last week. I'm taking Carolina here. Buccaneers have not impressed me. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Tampa at home. Um, can't say they've impressed me either, but Brady finds ways to win games. Which I hate. Yeah. Like, he has no business winning some of these games. I agree. Um, we got Cleveland at Washington here. I got to go with Washington. Washington. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm also going to Washington. Washington needs a win to stay alive in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville at Houston. Well, one we didn't talk about the elephant in the room with Washington. Who starts a quarterback? Oh, I don't know. They brought in Wentz at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah, they did. Uh, and, I mean, Heineke has been winning, but statistically he hasn't been great. And you could chalk that up to, you know, him just being a game manager. Yeah. Um, And, and like, the run game helping them out a lot. but And their defense. I don't know if you could go to Wentz, though. I mean, Wentz is, I believe I saw, he was 2-4 and four when he started with them. Uh, Heineke was like, had like five wins, uh, something in a tie. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. My my bias, my Wentz bias says, <laughs> go Wentz. But I think they stick with Heineke. I, I don't see how you go away from Heineke after. I, that, the, I agree. He, he led you from being at the bottom of the barrel to now you're fighting. In the for, playoff hunt. Yeah. yeah, for a playoff spot. Uh, so, yeah, Jacksonville at Houston. I got to go Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, Houston's coming off a big game, but uh, so is Jacksonville. So, yeah. uh, Jacksonville's just a better team. Yep. 
Uh, San Fran at Vegas. I'm going San Fran. Yeah, I'm also going San Fran. Yeah, San Fran's really good. Brock Purdy is him. Um, (laughs) Jets at Seattle. Give me the Jets. Mike White is getting the start. Mike White's Um, overrated. Um, Jesus. Mike Mike White is the best quarterback on this team. Um, the, The Jets need a win. They need a win out, and they need a Patriots loss. Um, it starts with a, a game against Seattle, who, let's be real, has not looked very good the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, I'm going to pick the Jets. They have, you're right. Seattle has not looked great the past couple of weeks. But I think Kenneth Walker is getting healthy by the week, and you should be getting Tyler Lockett back this game, Yeah, which would be a huge addition to the offense. Um, Jets just can't score. And uh, I just well, I think they, Seattle they wins. Can't this game. score with Zach Wilson at quarterback. The offense is just way more efficient with Mike White. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I I feel like they put up some points. I think Quinton Williams is a huge factor in that run game to slow down Kenneth Walker. And our corners are just Quinton so Williams good. is really good. He is. He, he is really good. And our and our corners I think match up pretty well against Lockett and DK. Oh no, Lock is Lockett coming back. He should be. He's questionable. Okay. I'm I'm pulling for him, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I, I got to give slight edge Seattle. I mean, and Seattle at home too. Mm. I know yeah. they're three and four at home this year. Is this the Geno Smith revenge game? He knocks us out of the playoffs. I think so. <sighs> all right. Let's see it now. Minnesota at Green Bay. Give me Green Bay all day long. I really want them to get into the playoffs. What? So they could lose to San Fran? Uh, yeah. Again. Sure. I, I I don't care if they lose. I, I just think the story of them getting into the playoffs after... It'd be good for football. You kind of write them off at the beginning of the year. They couldn't get the pass game going. The defense couldn't make stops. And now right. you've got Rodgers, who's looked a lot better the last couple of weeks. He's finding a rhythm with these young receivers and Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, he's Mercedes Lewis in the red zone. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I, I got to go with Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay because they're home. The Vikings had no business winning last week. And I'm hopping on Griffin's bandwagon that the Vikings are not nearly as good as the record says. The Vikings are 11-0 and 0 in one-score games. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta, you got to beat them by, like, 30 to beat them. Right. But I still don't think they're a good team. Um, I mean, the, their offense, no the doubt, offense is unbelievable. The offense is unbelievable. The defense is not good. It's not good at all. Um, I think if the Packers can control the ball on offense, they're winning this you game. you got to utilize Dylan and Jones in this one. Uh-huh. Rely, rely on, on that one, run. Can't rely on one or the other. It's got to be both. Yep. you got to rely on that run game, and you win this game. Yep. you got to control the game. Um, we got the Rams at Chargers. Chargers just clinched a playoff spot last night. Um, I'm going with the Chargers. It's going to be a great game. I think. I think it'll be a pretty good game. Because the Rams just put up, what, 51 yeah. on uh, Denver. Um, Baker Mayfield, we, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Yeah. I, I'm big Baker Mayfield on the Rams um, fan. But I still got to give the edge to the Chargers here. Um, Chargers going to the playoffs, huh? Yeah. that's They'll be a fun team to watch in the playoffs. They're a fun team to watch in general. Um, I think I saw a team. Yeah, I, I could see them. I mean, I... I can see your Super Bowl prediction coming true. I, I what Chargers Saints? No Chargers uh, Bucks. 
Oh yeah, I did. Wait, it's yeah, still wild. I had the Saints winning the division, but I had the Bucks going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh I, God, it's, it's not out of question though. I know Chargers could could make a little run for themselves. I don't know about the Bucks, but Chargers yeah. for sure. Chargers could make a run. I I can see that. All they right. always play the Chiefs tough. So mm-hmm. now we got Pitt at Baltimore. Pitt at Baltimore. Uh, yeah, we, I I made a pick on here that I am changing. I am going with the Steelers, and my only reasoning be behind that. that is because I don't think Mike Tomlin goes under five hundred, <laughs> and um, they're still in the hunt. Somehow, some way. They're still they the need hunt. some stuff to happen, but... They're still in the hunt, so this is a big game for them. Whether Lamar plays or not, I got to go Steelers. That defense is really, really good. Um, and uh, I think it'll be a good game in the trenches, for sure. Yep, I agree. And then Monday night, we deserve this one. We've had some, some rough Monday night games. Yeah. We've got one of the best games of the entire season, I think. Buffalo at Cincy. Um, I'm, I'm leaning Buffalo. I think this is going to be a shootout, but I just I think Buffalo is the better team. I think uh, I don't know because uh, Joe Joe Burrow has really led this offense and Cincy to be like look unstoppable. But I mean, the Bills just keep winning games. I completely agree with you. Like the, most of their losses have been divisionals. Yeah, they lost Dolphins, to the Jets, Jets Dolphins and then you lose the Vikings. Yeah. In that game that they had no business losing. Right. So, I, I got to go buff here over Cincy. I am going with Cincinnati here. Um, yep. I just want chaos in the AFC. I want <laughs> absolute chaos for the one seed. Um, Cincy is looking very good. Granted, second half against the Patriots, they were not good at all. First half, they looked unstoppable. Um, Burrow to chase T. Higgins. I mean, he's got the weapons. He's got the players around to get it done. Um, since he's one of the best teams in football, and this game's going to be a treat. Yeah, I, I think win or lose, I, you're 100% correct. This game is going to be quite the treat. Yeah. So that's going to do it uh, for this week. That will do it for this week. Um, make sure to check us out on social media. We're at Ice Bath Sports on Instagram and TikTok, at Ice Bath Pod on Twitter. And you could check out the video version of this show on the Ice Bath Sports Podcast YouTube page. We will see you guys next Tuesday. And as always, stay, stay cool. cool.